Welcome to the One Heart Podcast from Concordia University, St. Paul, where we share the stories at the heart of our CSP community. Greetings, listeners, and Happy New Year. Welcome to the One Heart Podcast from Concordia University, St. Paul. I'm your host, Billy Schultz. We are back with new episodes of One Heart for 2024, and I'm so excited to bring you more stories of CSP alumni, students, faculty, and staff as we celebrate what a wonderful community we have here at CSP and the impact that CSP makes in the world. Our first guest for this new year is Danielle Sarim. Danielle is a dual degree alumna from CSP who spent a number of years working at CSP in the Office of Marketing Communications. Danielle shares about how she grew as a person and as a writer through her experiences at CSP. With that, I'm pleased to welcome Danielle Sarim. Thanks for joining me today, Danielle. Thanks for having me, Billy. Good to be back. Yes. We are so happy to, to reconnect here. I think uh, we, we worked a lot together uh, during your stint working in, in the marketing office at CSP. So it's great to be able to talk CSP once again with you. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> Let's let's rewind the clock back to your undergrad days now, sure. and, and and talk to talk to me about what drew you to CSP as an undergrad student. What was the appeal, and and why did you choose to come? You know, I think think back to that time, and I mean, we talk about this all the time too in the undergrad space. But there's so much happening. I mean, you're finishing, you know, you're finishing high school, and I think for me everyone's asking you your plan. And for me, having a plan was, I just wanted a good one, right? Just something solid. Um, I felt like I kind of knew what I wanted to study already. So um, I really enjoyed obviously connecting with people. I love to write. That's my first love. Um, But when I visited CSP then, I mean, immediately after that, it was smaller class sizes. I attended a really big high school. um, And I think smaller class sizes closer to the city, um, just kind of bringing me all of those opportunities that I knew were important to kind of the things that I wanted to develop in myself career-wise and just kind of as a person. Um, so, you know, at the time I was taking Spanish classes, I was in communication specifically. Um, and then I visited CSP and I remember, um, do you obviously seeing flyers? This is 2008. So we still had hard copies, but after seeing everything and then visiting, I remember meeting the English department as well. And Mm. Gosh, I can't remember if I talked to Deborah Belke or who, but I just remember feeling very just seen, just really seen Mm. in that initial encounter. And um, and it was kind of funny because I think it just put me at ease immediately. There's so many, you know, again, thinking about the time, there's such a flurry of things happening and decisions and there's pressure. And um, in that, in that visit and in that moment, I felt a lot of that just kind of dissipate. And that was huge to me and just feeling really ready to take on kind of that next chapter because the environment was right for me. So I think back to that and I, I was right. I feel like I made the right choice. And in just, again, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but just in the ways that CSP has remained that for me, um, it, it affirms my decision. I mean, even, even in the space I'm in now, I feel very affirmed in my, in my decision to attend CSP. Well, that's awesome. So glad you made the right choice and came to CSP and, um, yeah, your academic experience as an undergrad. Let's talk about your major yeah. and some of your favorite classes and and things that, that you recall from that space. Yeah. So my undergrad, again, I mentioned this a little bit, but I started off studying communication studies in Spanish. Um, and over time, you know, taking generals and things like that, I really felt compelled and drawn to continue studying literature and writing. And that's my first love. So, you know, I 
I was really kind of in this space of how do I do, how do I combine both? Because that I re- I'm still really interested in communication and how, you know, how we communicate, how we tell stories and how that assets culture, um, everything. And I looking at that, just kind of how it blended, they were actually putting together an English with professional writing emphasis. So mm. this was gosh, 2011 probably. And I, I think that's when those were introduced, but um, I was approaching my advisor, Teresa Fitzpatrick. And I asked him like, so what can, how can I do this? And Matt Ryan, you know, he helped too. And it came to be that, Hey, we're actually putting something like this together. Would you kind of want to go through it and see how it goes? Yes. Um, and so, you know, for me, that was so empowering because it really allowed me to lean into my passions artistically and creatively. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, I'll be the first to tell you that Everyone always asks what you'll do with an English major. That that's what I ended up graduating with was English <laughs> professional writing um, and communication studies as my minor. So I, you know, people always ask me, what are you going to do with that? I just, you know, I really was, I don't know. I, I was really kind of set in, not set, open-minded to the fact that I could somehow make writing and just have that be kind of the foundation for my communications career. And it has been. Um, turns out you know, everyone needs good communication. Writing is a huge part of that, obviously, in an increasingly digital space. Um, it's so, di- but ever increasing. So um, I think about that and just the classes that I got to take as a result. I mean, I things that I think about are, um, I mean, intercultural communications. That's Basma. Um, yes. I know Leah mentioned that last week as well. And just one of, that class stands out in my mind as probably one of the most formative Um Family communication in the same vein. All of my communications classes, I feel like we're so not only enriching and just um, full of perspective, but then actual application. We use them every day. Mm-hmm. I use them every day still in my personal life, my professional life. Um, and then in the English front, just being able to not only it would obviously the subject matter, but being able to dissect and take apart and to critically think about a full piece, a holistic piece of something. I mean, that serves me every day as well, because I'm constantly, what I do in my roles is in communications is help tell either a brand story, whatever it is, kind of help tell the story of why, why we're doing what we're doing, how it impacts you. And I think that that, um, having kind of that nuance across the board is really important and studying English and studying literature specifically, then writing about literature really helped me focus in on that piece of it. And, you know, um, so again, I, I had the opportunity when I returned as an, as a staff member to work with interns, you know, specific, many were communications, but specifically English majors as well. And it was such a, just a gift to be able to say, okay, you're getting asked because they would say, I'm getting asked, like, what are you going to do with that? I'm like, if, if you're open-minded, if you stick, you know, stick to those, just open experience, right. Open-minded mm-hmm. kind of collect those experiences. And I mean, yeah, I, I think English I'm, I'm so glad I made that leap. I'm glad again, that it was happening. CSP again, they were creating that and they were already responding to, Hey, you know, we have this English degree. Let's make it more you know applicable in these different realms. They were already do. So, I mean, it just felt very aligned and like yeah. I was sensing something that I needed to kind of make that complete. And CSP also on their end was like, Hey, they were already working through that and being really responsive. So, I mean, great timing, but also, um, just between the faculty, the classes, I feel like, I mean, again, what a dream to be able to study that and then 
also to be able to kind of combine that and make and build my career. It's been it's been amazing. Yeah. And I think that's that's such a common thread that that we hear from from our fellow alumni is that gosh, the the background and the foundation that you get in your coursework, and it doesn't always have to be in your major coursework. It can be something from a minor or something from mm-hmm. a gen ed class. Gosh, like those things are still applicable years down the road in in professional life. And, and that's just such an encouraging, exciting thing. Um, so you've mentioned the names of a few professors and, yes. and how they've impacted you, but I'd love to have you share more about uh, some of the professors that have impacted you and, and and what you were able to take away from them as as you navigate your academic journey and then even beyond. You know, um, I again, I've mentioned some, but just the, specifically the English department, communications as well, but specifically the English department. Um, you know, I think back to both my undergrad and then I returned in 2019 for my MFA, creative writing MFA. And I think of how they've shaped, I came in loving writing. I felt, you know, something that I knew I gravitated toward, but the ways that I developed as a writer in the sense of being able to, again, strong thesis, strong, being able to apply and really kind of explicate, get the essence of, of a piece. And just to also understand kind of how, how those impact and why those pieces are important. I always say that when you read anything, but art really it's history as well it's such a Mm. encapsulation of just human experience so um you know when I think I mentioned earlier too that I just felt very seen and you know when again navigating all that figuring that out I think when you kind of find your place and find I I that type of belonging was really something that I guess I think back and I I make, I connect and I love that. And I love new experiences, but um, to find somewhere where I'm like, wow, they encourage me as a writer and just as is, you know what I mean? They were encouraged me from the get-go um, as a writer, as a person, but just in classes, but then as a, as a human, they cared about mm-hmm. me. And so I think to that and just kind of the ways that they impacted me the most, it's just caring, challenging me. Um, and really, I think, in the grand scheme of things, they helped me find my voice. You know, they helped me really find my voice during that time. And that's continued. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. It's the one of the things about CSP that I find so unique is that that was true as an undergrad, but then the way the team, way everyone came together to welcome me back. And then mm-hmm. also to say, hey, we see that you have these new goals and all oh my, like, how can we help you? And just encouraging me, um, believing in, you know, Matt Ryan, I, I kind of tell this story. I, and he'll laugh. I almost, I mean, I didn't think I was a fiction writer. So I did the creative writing MFA, which is in fiction mm-hmm. for the longest time. I mean, I write creative nonfiction poetry. Those are kind of my, the ones close, you know, um, that I, I would, I guess say are kind of my, my niche. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that actually, but those are kind of what I, how I write usually. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, it's not that I didn't like fiction. It's just that I never really, envisioned it. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I have, you know, I don't know if I kind of think that way to really draw a story out that way and to develop it. And Matt Ryan, he completely challenged me on it. And he said, I actually think you already do that. Hmm. And he's like, there's a lot of, did you know, there's, remember, there's a lot of truth in fiction. And so he really challenged me to kind of change my paradigm, just my perspective and my paradigm about even what I thought about myself as a writer. Um, And what a huge what a gift that was too, because I feel like now 
when you, you know, it's really great. It's something that I love about, it's a skill that it's a hobby. It's my creative passion, but at the same time, um, he still found a way to say, okay, but I'm thinking like, have you thought about this? And he's, I mean, and that offered me so much growth because then I dove right into the program and I am a fiction. Now today I can say I'm a fiction writer. Uh I've written a complete manuscript. We workshopped it. Um, and you know, it's just one of those things. It's again, keep open-minded, but then also it, it makes a huge difference having those people, those faculty members in your corner to know that, Hey, I know this is important to you and don't let this, you know, like help, help you see beyond and help you see above the clouds a little bit on it to, you know, help propel you to your goals. So, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, completely invaluable to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, the faculty, they truly care. Right. And they, (laughs) they, man, they come with such a variety of perspectives beyond. Yeah. Just those like, technical things but just helping helping shift those paradigms and provide new perspectives and and I think that's such an invaluable experience for students as they learn and grow and in their disciplines um and yeah you've had this now this career journey you've been on uh since finishing undergrad yes Uh, let's talk about that and and where you've gone what you've done also how CSP has prepared you for it um you know, uh, both undergrad and, and the MFA program. Yeah. You know, in so many ways, I always think of my career path, it, you know, collecting experiences, collecting things for the tool belt. Right. Um, when I graduated with my undergrad, I remember, so fun rewinding a little bit. I actually was able to, so not only I studied, I was a student at CSP for my undergrad, but then through connections and just, again, hearing faculty and, people listening to opportunities and just sharing them, hearing your name, sharing them, um, brought to my attention an internship in the office of marketing and communication. So that was my first introduction. Um, and so I worked as, you know, a peer, a student assistant, a student intern. And I mean, again, not only was preparing me on the academic side and then kind of critical thinking, all those soft skills during my undergrad, but then to also then right away, be able to partner with, you know, Office of Marketing and Communications to see how we tell those stories, kind of what themes you pull forward to then also say, hey, we have all these great things, great programs, lives are changing. How do you translate that then to someone who's incoming? And not only someone who's incoming, but then multiple different audiences. And Mm -hmm. again, like that experience as an intern, whoa, did I, whoa, did that inform, (laughs) you know, my homecoming later, which I didn't know about yet. So then, you know, from there, I graduated with my undergrad, I, so many opportunities. I think, you know, I used to tell my interns, it's kind of overwhelming at first because you, when, especially with kind of an open-ended degree, mm-hmm. there's not necessarily a defined path, right? Of you're going to end up, and I don't mean to pick on accounting, that's not my goal here, but to say like, I have a specific goal that matches with an exact role or type, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, my first job was in construction, and I, you know, managed websites, social media, did content, um, and also wrote proposals, which was completely new to my wheelhouse oh, gosh, again, yeah. along with, <laughs> yeah. And, um, one of, I mean, we dove in right, but there were tons of different projects, tons of different, just markets, different segments and things like that. And one of the biggest that I worked on early on this is 2013 was us bank stadium or what would become oh. us bank stadium. And I just remember that experience feeling like, wow, <laughs> like, wow, a, to see kind of how something like that comes to life, 
but then to play a role in it, mm. even at, you know, yeah, I mean, it just, it blew my mind then and it still does when I pass it. So I feel just really grateful for that experience, but that, I mean, again, collecting different experiences, um, that was one that I didn't envision when I was an undergrad, um, that that would be me or that that would be necessarily a path that would open up. So, mm. um, from there, I homecoming. So from there, I spent about five years in construction. So after that, I shifted back um, into higher education. So I homecoming too, I guess, was at CSP. And this was in the Office of Marketing Communications as a marketing copywriter. So this role was so fun because it got to take a, again, homecoming. I love CSP. But then I wanted to focus more on writing specifically at the time. So that, I mean, again, interviews, content, um, you and I partnered so much mm -hmm. just in identifying, okay, who's out, what are people doing these days? <laughs> you know, yeah. we, then CSP during, I mean, even during, like, what are people doing aside? People have such incredible stories and, mm -hmm. you know, that's one thing kind of we've talked about too, is just what a privilege that was to be in the mm -hmm. position to a, hold these conversations and hear, you know, a lot of, a lot of things with, you know, school, just people's lives are intimate and, People make decisions for really specific reasons and things that are, you know, their own values. And so to hear that and then to be able to connect on it and then to be able to say, okay, I'm going to share this too. To have that trust was such a big, it, it, mean, it, it still means a lot to me um, just from the people that I've connected with. I still keep in touch with I mean, connections that I've made over time. But what I realized in that, you realize really quickly what that reach is like. And I know that that's obviously continuing with this podcast, you're seeing so many, you're hearing so many different stories and different applications and just paths and ways that people really goals that they worked or just things that opened up along the way. And I find that to be just incredible. So mm -hmm. that was homecoming number two, again, in the department that I worked in as an intern. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and another just kind of bonus of that was I got to work with student interns in the same capacity. So, yeah. you know, helping them dive into interviews, what that process is like, you know, as we know, just the production of an interview, just all these different angles, just things to get them in the mix and to show them that writing English, all of this has such, such deep, such deep applications. And that again, across industry. So mm -hmm. that was just, that was a joy, just a joy to work with students. So, um, and then from there shifted more into consumer services. So I wanted to focus more on you know, the communication strategy and organizationally, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. And so I shifted into consumer services. I was at Great Clips for about two years. Um, and same thing, it was, again, really being able to break down audiences. Um, and so, so again, so when I was back at Concordia, you know, worked with admissions and was telling the stories about kind of what the value of a CSP degree or any degree, but CSP degree specifically would be. Um, and so kind of knowing those audiences, that really prepared me then for strategy, you know, in the business sense to say, okay, we have, we're working with business owners. Here's what they need to know. And also to anticipate questions. Mm -hmm. Here's what they're going to ask. Um, here's what they need. And really how can we get in there and be a good partner? How can we be a resource? Um, that's kind of what drives me as a communicator is how do we help? Mm -hmm. So what just a huge, just great experience. Um, you know, really got to roll up my sleeves and work it was a small and mighty team. I mean, huge experience there. So cool. from here, you know, I've, I've been really ready for kind of the next step in that and being able to be kind of quarterbacking that and really um, trailblazing that 
strategy for an organization. So now I've shifted. I'm actually strategic communications manager with Polaris now. So um, for off-road snow divisions, I'm helping with strategy, um, just kind of all different channels of communication and what that looks like now moving forward, um, just to really communicate to customers, but then also um, business owners that we work with a things about the brand, just, but what they need to know to, you know, for their success, all of that. So, um, it's been, I mean, just again, I, I don't know that I completely knew when I graduated where I would go and I was okay with that. And I mean, part of me was uncomfortable because who isn't when you have uncertainty, but I think part of me, I don't know if you stick, I, I stayed open to it though. I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, that's one thing that I, I try to impart and it's not to say, you know what you need to do, but, um, just kind of that open-mindedness. I mean, I, I don't know that I've, it's just, it's really been a huge blessing to me with the preparation that I've had in not only, you know, undergrad, my internship experience, returning for my MFA and really, you know, having people workshop your writing. So, and talking about kind of how those come to life, you know, workshopping, think that's my, that's my life is mm. putting together content and having people react. And, you know, again, what are people going to ask? What do we anticipate? And just really being a good resource there for my business. And so, I mean, even an MFA, which doesn't feel directly related to my working communications, I would say is really powerful. So, um, again, things like things that we think about, like word choice, um, whether you say something or nothing at all. I mean, all of those things have implications and reasoning behind them. So, um, yeah, I, my career path has been, there's a lot of variety and I don't know. I, I feel really grateful. That's kind of every, that's what I wanted. <laughs> that's what I wanted. And I, yeah. I don't know. We're here. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. such a wonderful perspective to say, I'm going to collect experiences along the way. Because yeah, walking into any organization, you don't know exactly. You, you can see what a job description says, yep. but what that actually looks like on a day-to-day experience and the people that you interact with and learn from and work alongside, and then the projects or tasks, responsibilities you have that might shift and change. And uh, to just be that sponge who, who you know, takes it all in and says, all right, what can I gain from this? Um, I think it's such a refreshing attitude because... I think a lot of people put pressure on themselves to, yeah, to know that path and to know exactly here's where I'm going to go. Here's what I'm going to do. And, you know, God bless everybody who has that in mind and, and, and can achieve that. But, but I think so many more people are, are willing to, to see how things unfold and and what opportunities arise. And uh, I think you've certainly uh, embodied that well and and have the right attitude uh, to do that in your career. Well, thank you. And one thing that you mentioned that I really love is just the, I guess, in kind of knowing things about my, like, I love to ask questions. I love getting to talk to people like this. I love inter. basically everything I do in communications is, I see, it's a curious kid's dream. And that's mm-hmm. what I refer to myself. I, I really, I get to ask questions for a living and it's for the greater good to help people mm-hmm. be that in an organization business-wise, be it when I was in higher education to help people find a right fit. Mm-hmm. within CSP to you know pursue their own goals, be it construction when we're trying to figure out the best solution to make a project happen. Um, just kind of from top, it just, it's, it's so valuable across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned the MFA program a few times here and um, 
I, I think just, I love the advice that Matt Ryan gave you, um, you know, that there, there's truth in fiction. Um, what drew you to, to take the step into that program? Um, you know, motivations, um, hope for outcomes, things like that. And, um, yeah, if you want to share, yeah. if you're able to share about your manuscript at all too, sure. uh, definitely would love to hear about that. Cause I think, uh, I don't think many people are, are actively aware that CSP offers the MFA in creative writing. Uh, oh, it's, yes. it's, re- it's relatively new. It's, it's a yep. smaller program, but, um, man, we have some talented writers that come through there. So and, talented. And I think, uh, it'd be great for you to share. Yeah. Just that experience that you had in the program and, um, and what you learned, what you've done with that. Oh my God. Um, the, you know, one of the, th- so this is even harking back to undergrad one bit, one thing you focus on is, you know, workshopping. So you are the subject of the class that day. You're not allowed to really, I say you're not, it's inc- you're not able to, if people are going to, you know, analyze and just kind of bring apart and say, well, I think this means that, and just kind of, you know, with literary devices, they analyze your work and it's really cool, actually. I'm oh. a little nerve wracking if, you know, <laughs> but at the same, because writing is so, it's very, that's intimate too, especially poetry, but then there's that layer of, it's, it could be cryptic, right? Like you don't totally know. Um, but to hear kind of, it's so humbling and just also really, I don't know, it fills my cup to hear what something could mean to someone else, mm-hmm. something that I write, something that I felt. And that, I mean, that's I mean, writing for me is that's how I, that's how I translate. That's how I translate everything here. Right. Like I'm pointing mm-hmm. to my chat, like everything here. Yeah. Everything like, in your heart comes out every, yep. on the page. Yep. And you know, that's such a powerful thing then to notice when someone either connects or, you know what, if it means something else to them too. And it's, I mean, I love that too. It's such a different perspective. So, um, what drew me back was community Mm. and I've, I've continued to write since then. Um, obviously I write poetry. I still write creative nonfiction. I've had a food blog in between. I have, um, just kind of a little quick poetry Instagram right now that I work (laughs) with. And, um, but one thing that I was really missing at the time was that community to really be in the same space, the same headspace with it, the same, um, just dedication to the craft. Right. I think that that sort of really intentional focus on it. I've always, again, I've always written, I've always made time to write, but in this sense, again, with it being new and with it being fiction, but then it also being just, again, that really concentrated focus time. Um, gosh, that was special. It was really Mm. a special, um, to get to know, like you said, such talented writers. And then, I mean, you're reading their work and then just the, the, how rich their feedback was for me, um, in either, wow, this can't we saw this and just them cheering you on and critiques too, just to say, Hey, I know, I wonder if you're trying to say this, you know, I wonder if you could kind of bring in an element here. Um, and just again, learning how to tell stories and, that's impacted me. I mean, not only MFA wise, but in my career, because again, like you look at an MFA and, you know, it's different than an MBA in the sense that it's, it is creative focus. Your end goal is your manuscript, which yes, I'm, it's professional. It's professional mm-hmm. writing for sure. Um, but it wasn't necessarily going to, you know, um, I wasn't doing it for work purposes. I should say mm-hmm. I wasn't attending it with that. So I think kind of, it was a really good way for me to intentionally focus on something that not only my passion creatively, but obviously it made, it's continued to make me a better writer, which impacts me everywhere. So, um, but really community faculty again, um, I, I mean, who doesn't, who 
Who doesn't love that? I mean, any faculty member you're really close to, but the English department is phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Just between, I've kept up with them, you know, during my time as a student, alum, um, staff member, MFA student, alum again. Um, we stay in touch. And I think knowing again, the care that just care and feeling seen and just knowing how how that how the program originally impacted me, made me a better writer, changed me. Mm-hmm. Being able to then, as an adult, you know, an older, several years into my workforce adult, um, be able to come back and then have the same, have the people in the program meet me where I was in that moment, mm-hmm. as you know, in my twenties. Then, um, it, w- it was amazing, and I think that that's special too. So again, coursework for sure. It was just again that time that I really wanted to intentionally focus on my writing, mm-hmm. and I mean again i i've written a novel now i've written fiction and to me that was so empowering because that was something that even i feel like i'm a self-aware person i feel like i know my you know i know and i know myself in ways and that you still learn you still learn new things so it's always like keep humble keep open-minded right um but yeah again like the faculty as well i everything we read incredible they're books that i'll still keep i'm still refer to in my writing practice to this day um and even, I still have books from my undergrad. So just so you know, um, <laughs> but I still have books from my undergrad too. And, you know, not just because I like books and I, and I do, but because I found them to be helpful companions over the years, things that I refer back to mm. creatively, professionally, um, no matter where my career has taken me. So, you know, going back, I, it was something that timing wise, especially in being with CSP, I just knew I was in an under the environment was, a academic my peers understood kind of where I was at in that really supportive um but then my faculty members also knew what you're balancing you're working full-time but then also really prioritizing your writing and your craft Mm so um to be in that space again like taking really just intentional time to be in that space with other writers was I mean it yeah I am so glad I did it um I'm so glad that Matt, Matt swooped in with a good analogy to say, Hey, and, um, I'm glad that, I don't know, I was open-minded and stuck with that stuck. I I had a good sense. I just had a good feeling and I'm glad that I listened to it. Um, again, it just, it really was such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Something, something you said a few minutes ago caught my ear talking about, you know, being a software person, but still learning more about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, I had a similar experience as that when I was in the Master of Arts in Organizational Management program too. Of yep. just so much of that program was was really learning about myself as a leader, and I think that's such an understated part of, uh, especially graduate work. Sometimes is yep. yeah, there are these uh, very technical things to learn and and very important topics to tackle in whatever whatever discipline, but that that ongoing learning about yourself is a really really empowering thing i think mm-hmm. um you know none of us are finished products by any stretch of the imagination um nope and there's and, and and i think there's power in that intentional time in an academic program where you're yeah you're really uh, you know yeah whether it's in you know being workshopped and and having your work critiqued or uh intentional time uh you know doing self assessment type work mm-hmm. um I think that's such a valuable thing that, I mean, it really touches then kind of all areas of life, not just 
yep. um, your professional skills or or whatever. So yeah, that's just such a cool experience though to then to be back with some of those faculty members that you got to work with too in, during undergrad and um, continue those strong relationships is is really powerful. Yeah. Well, and also with that, I mean, they Matt was aware of my writing. Um, mm -hmm. He knew I was a writer. He and so it was really cool though because along with that foundation, you know, honestly, even if we didn't have that foundation, he really encouraged me. And just kind of either really ambitious things I wanted to write about, organize the way that I would go about stories, just because, again, I didn't think I was a fiction writer, but all of a sudden now I'm doing it right. And I have these ideas and I'm like, but how is this, how is this going to play out? And he <laughs> really encouraged me to try things. And I think all in all, like with just CSP in general, but giving yourself the permission to try mm -hmm. and just having that space to play around creatively, um, to look at what that could look like and just kind of that yeah I mean it's pays it's paid dividends but not just in again professional and like what what's opened up to me career-wise opportunities and things like that but again just to continually be a student in life as well and just open to that and I think um that's part of where again CSP it's shaped not only but it shaped me as a person too and being able to work through that um and just the feedback that I got and um, again, feeling really affirmed because again, when you're working through that, just having a faculty member say, I know what you're trying to get at this. I see what you're doing and, um, really encourage you to get there, even if it wasn't quite there yet. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they changed, they changed that for me in a lot, in a lot of ways where I'm, yeah, let's try, let's dig in. Why not? Oh, fabulous. So as we wrap up our time together, I always like to uh, close with a question uh, for, for every guest. And that is, what do you love most about CSP? It doesn't have to be a word. It doesn't even have to be a, a single sentence. It could be uh, more than that. But but what is it that you love most about CSP? You know, I think about my and I obviously I love building connections. However, one thing that I've never I've never considered myself like a big school spirit person. And that, that's not to say you don't have school spirit, but I've never I mean, I have a little, I guess. But CSP has been, you know, it's remained a present part of my life throughout my life. Mm -hmm. So starting when I was 17 or 18, 17, 18, when I visited the first time to my time as a student to you know, returning in my mid 20s, getting married when I was at CSP. Um, and again, all of the challenges and goals I had for myself along the way, my family, all of that, just the ways that my life has changed and CSP has been there for everything mm. and has always welcomed me back. There's always something for me to learn. That is, I've grown every time I've, every time I've interacted or just been a part of something at CSP, it's changed me and I've grown in some way. And I think, I mean, what, what, that is, that is school spirit, literally, right? Uh -huh. Literally, yes. <laughs> literally. So um, I just think about that and how fortunate I am that not only has it shaped me so much then, but continues to. Um, and I, I really do look at CSP as home. Mm -hmm. And so in a lot of, in a big sense of the word. So, so, you know, for someone that doesn't think they have school spirit, I just, you know. You do. <laughs> I do. I do. Oh, well, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today on the podcast. Oh, and just thanks for having you, me. Yeah. I wish you best of best of luck in the, 
in your career and uh, know you'll stay connected with us here at CSP. Oh yeah. You won't get rid of me. Don't worry. (laughs) It's so great to see you. Thank you for listening to the One Heart Podcast. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and consider sharing with a friend. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the One Heart Podcast are the speaker's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Concordia University St. Paul. The material information presented herein is for general information purposes only. The Concordia University St. Paul name, all forms and abbreviations are property of Concordia University St. Paul, and using them does not imply endorsement of or opposition to any specific organization, product, or service.